When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Tevin Pittman, Alex Brant-Bernard Rasmussen, Hackmaster Ralph W. Basham, MD, and Andy Brant-Bernard. See, you got everybody. Everybody's good. We actually. So what's the latest? Well, we got a call in between shows, actually. Ooh. Oh, my. A, From? Uh, a man who um, his wife is currently undergoing chemo and infusions. Okay. And the infusions, he said, six treatments, $25,000. Holy God. And he doesn't believe that that's all manufacturing costs and supply and demand. Oh, no. Hospitals make a ton of money. Oh, God. They make such an... Yeah. And I was... I told him I would have gotten to that, but we ran out of time. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Hospital greed and pharmaceutical greed are also... Call back in now. I mean, yeah. Well, we have Tim coming up. Maybe after Tim, if he's... If you're still available. I'd love to have him on because... You you know who you are out there. Well, my father-in-law has a type of blood cancer that it's like you know when he was diagnosed with it they were like you probably have seven years to live and that was now probably 12 years ago yeah it happens because all these things are being he's got pcv right polycythemia vera I've been told many times, and I always forget because there's so many different types of blood. There cancer. sure are. I don't know. Every every cell in your blood can become cancerous. Yeah. Except and for platelets, can platelets become cancerous? Yeah, I think there's a platelet. Extremely disorder. rare. It'd be a yeah. bone marrow issue. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, and they did. They had to do this thing every six months. He would go, and they would take his like the amount of blood that your body needs out of his body over the course of a few days, radiate that and then put it back in while taking the other blood out. Mm-hmm. And they oh did that God. like a Yuck. few times. I'm like, I can't even imagine how much that probably cost. No, I cannot imagine. And He's... that was like, he had to be there for like two weeks each time. Yeah. Yeah. But $25,000, is that $25,000 per treatment or $25,000 for the six It was infusion? for the six, I believe he said. But that's still, I mean, that's uh, a lot of money, especially if you're, like, well, retired, s- you're on Social Security. I mean, it is well, a lot of money. it's a lot of money, money but- to pay, but, you know, a lot of it's covered by Medicare and things like that. I, mean, I don't it, think infu- uh, infusions, I don't think often oh, are. Oh, yeah, chemotherapy is covered. Well, yeah. Chemo think- is, but this, I think the infusions might be for something else, because infusions are usually for... Autoimmune disorders, no, from what I no, understand. No, no, there's, there, there's IV treatments for cancers. So, yeah. so the infusion, the, the the blood that or the drug that they're getting IV is 
it's covered. And a lot of that isn't to occurring. That's not in the hospital. That's at the clinics. So the oncology right. clinics are doing that. So the, those clinics and those physicians are getting paid to do that. And you want to pay them to do that so they don't screw it up. That is true. Because if, if it's not, if it, you know, their intellect is worth something. So I, I agree that the hospitals are making way too much money, but mm-hmm. the docs that are doing it, they're not getting paid. The intellect is not getting compensated for. Yeah, it's, it's the administration and the uh, the hospital itself, the LLC that the hospital belongs to or whatever, you know, corporate entity. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's a reason hospitals are becoming bigger and shinier every year. Yeah. Speaking of people who are shiny, Shiny Tim Lammers. Shiny Shiny Tim. Yeah, I like that. Shiny Shiny Tim. What kind of of troublesome conversation did I have? (laughs) Pharmaceutical greed. Yeah, we're just talking about. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Listen, all you need to do. person who's bought a lot of meds in his life for Mm. me and my uh, children. All the. We could have started our own insulin factory, man. We should have. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, so that, that and that's one of those that I don't know. Did they finally fix that in Minnesota? Thankfully, we've had good insurance all these years. But I know, obviously, there was a bill uh, in the legislature because insulin was unaffordable, right? For yeah. diabetics to mm-hmm. the point where oh, some yeah. young man died, and his mother lobbied to get this <clears throat> damn thing taken care of and get it, you know, affordable for people. Yep. Do they how does it ever get to the point that it's not affordable? It should never even get to that point. No, no, not, not at all. Not at all. Especially I, I, the way I understand it, and I don't want to be talking too much out of school here, is that they tweak the formula a little bit mm-hmm. in order to keep upping the patent on it. Would that does that um, sound right, Ralph? Yeah, yeah. Why they keep getting along, getting getting away with things? I don't know. Or or, the, or they have insurance and they just say, hey, we're going to charge ten percent more. See what happens. Insurance pays it, then they say, oh, let's charge five percent yeah, more. Yeah, why not? Well, the insurance is paying for it. So at some point, insurance paying these these higher prices for the insulin, and someone rolls along without insurance or doesn't have the means to, you know, pay for it. Then it's too expensive for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we've been in situations before where. I don't know. For one reason or the other, one of the kids forgets and, he, and he's at school and he's out of insulin and they say, well, uh, that's too bad. We can't give you any in advance. So if you want, you can just pay $300 to get a bottle. Yep. Wow. <laughs> I mean, oh, my God. That's how much it is. That's how much they charge. $300. A bottle. Well, and a lot of that is because the obesity epidemic has made diabetes extremely common when it didn't used yeah. to be. So demand is just insanely high for insulin. Well, and it's like in the, I mean, I don't know, there's such a big difference between type 1 and type 2 diabetes in mm-hmm. like the, you know, yeah. like yeah, some you, of you, you could not have diabetes. And <laughs> some all, of you, you have, have yeah. no choice. And we're all the type 1s type where, one. Yeah. you know, we're considered juvenile diabetes yep. where... Uh, myself and all three of my children were all diagnosed with type one. So mm-hmm. we didn't have a choice, but yeah. to get injections. Although so, I'm hearing yeah. good things about islet cell transplantation in the future. Could be a- yeah, I, I certainly hope so. And, and right now my uh, youngest son and I got this thing called the islet, which is a, they call it a bionic pancreas. It's yeah. something that's, uh, it's outside of our body. It's like, 
That's what I was getting. Wow. That is bionic. Oh. Sounding. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> Very bionic. I have this. Pa- I have a robot well, pancreas I- now, and I yeah, talk I- like I- this I- now. Turned into a robot. You're oh. We can. Oh. You're, yeah, you're yeah, we can, like he's going to have to come back. Your internet is not good, Tim. Automatic. <laughs> I don't think he can even hear us. I'm just going to remove him and tell him. Tim, your yeah. internet is breaking up. Oh, back oh. another time. He'll be fine. Don't worry about a yeah. thing. You know, you um, speaking of entertainment, not drugs. <laughs> entertainment, not drugs. Do you know who Danny Trejo is? Yeah. yeah. Did you hear about him? The great actor. When he was seven years old, he made his first drug deal, and at 12, he first tried heroin. Oh, fun. Before what? he found success in Hollywood, one of the world's most instantly recognizable cinematic bad guys lived a life so rough that makes even his most his most grizzled roles pale in comparison. He robbed stores with live grenades, oh, sold drugs, and was sentenced to 10 years in prison after being caught selling heroin. How like old was he when he went to prison? I don't know. Well, it doesn't say. But he was 12 when he first did smack. Hmm. He's only 5'6". Wow, really? Yeah. Huh. He's an inch taller than me. Yeah. He wow. Live grenade. Yeah, I feel like a live grenade is a little overkill wow. when you're robbing a store. You think store. it might be a little over the top? What? I think so. Oh, my gosh. Just a little. My kids oh my are very God. into the Spy Kids movies right now. Oh, like, yeah. they f- just really, there's all, there's like six of them, I think. Really? There's yeah. at least three. I know that much. Well, there's Spy Kids 1, 2, and 3, and then there's Spy Kids, like, Armageddon, Spy Kids one day soon or something like that. And like it's, well, spy, yeah. It's, and spy kids, young adults. Yeah. Yes. Spy <laughs> teenagers. Spy young spy adults. Spy kids, return of the king. Spy kids in the goblet of fire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Spy kids, the phantom menace. There's five of them. There's one, two, and 3D. Spy kids all the time in the world. All the time. And now there's a brand new one as of September of this year, Spy Kids Armageddon. Armageddon, yeah. Yep. That's, I think, the first one that they watched because it popped up on our Netflix or whatever. And they were like, let's watch this. And they had co- their cousins over. And so they were having a movie night. And now they're like, they really like the Spy Kids movies. And now I'll be like, this guy did heroin as a child. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And Rob's stores with grenades. <laughs> and Rob's stores with grenades. Okay, there is this. Um, we've been listening to this podcast. And it's very family friendly it's called forever ago and it talks about you know how children's libraries came to be and like what premature babies like how um why can't i think of the words incubators came mm-hmm. to like help mm-hmm. b- premature babies and all this stuff but there's a commercial for diary of a wimpy kid christmas or something and they talk about cannibalism in it what? And Fawn, they were like, a family was snowed in and they had to eat each other. And Fawn was like, what? is that true? And I was like, yeah. A Donner family, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I know. And she's like, why? And then I was like, you know what? Let's just not talk about this. Yeah, Diary like, of a Wimpy Kid, I think, is for like probably 10, It's rated PG. Well, technically. I think PG's over 10, isn't it? 12, maybe? Parental guidance. Yes, parental know. guidance. But I think that's kind of like up to your discretion. I don't well, know. Well, technically, like, yeah. Technically, you're allowed to bring a kid into a PG-13 film if you want, I mean, right? Beetlejuice is rated PG. So. Beetlejuice <laughs> is rated PG, and it should not be. It should not be. I don't know. But, yeah, I was like, cool. Just my yeah. children. I was like, this lovely little podcast, and they're talking about there's a 
ad about can not about cannibalism, but they talk about cannibalism. Mm. Cool. Why would they talk about it in the ad? Great question, Ralph. <laughs> Great question. This is what we're putting our bus yeah. first foot forward with. And it's in every single episode that we listen to. We just drove back and forth to Wisconsin this weekend for a Christmas thing with Dan's family, and we listened to this podcast. Each of them are half an hour. We heard it every half hour. <laughs> hmm. Maybe it's reducing carbon. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Sequestering I mean, carbon anyway. <laughs> So, you are the carbon they want so to wait, I, don't, I don't understand. So this was a, a this is a story about the Donner family, no. the Donner no. party. It's a no. It's a Christmas movie. There's these books. It started off as books called Diary of a Wimpy Kid, and then they yep. turned into a movie or a show. Or I think there's movies. I've never seen any of them because they're terrible. And well. There is a Christmas one out now, and they're talking about Diary of a Wimpy Kid Christmas and blah, 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 blah. And then this, there's one section of the ad says, there was a family that was snowed in, and they had to eat each other. It's called Diary, Diary of a Wimpy Kid Christmas Cabin Fever. Okay. So it's about what? cabin fever. Okay. And I guess that would be a form of cabin fever. Cannibalism. A very, a very <laughs> extreme form. The most extreme mm -hmm. of cabin fever. <laughs> Or you have to eat each other. Yeah, but that's in the ad. And I'm like, and it's in a bunch of kids' podcasts. We had him on the show. Yeah, we did. Like, oh, yeah, long, we did. Yes. Long time ago. Of those. Yeah. Jeff Kenny. Oh, you're talking about the, that guy. I thought mm -hmm. you were talking about Danny. Danny Trejo used to come on the morning show all the time. Yeah, they're talking about nice that on the, on the chat. They were like, yeah, he's mentioned his rough past on KQ before. And he's. Like, yep, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, Timmy, having any luck? Or you uh, it doesn't to seem to be. No, he's. Joined a couple times. Device is not connected. Yeah, I think his computer. I think he needs a new computer. We need to start a Patreon for <laughs> Tim Lambert <laughs> for a new computer. Get him taken care of. Listen, going back to Rockadoodle, um, <laughs> you can watch it on Amazon Prime. Oh, there you go. And I text messaged Dan to see if he had ever heard of it because he's technically a millennial. He's, he's an elder millennial, but he has two Gen X brothers and so yeah. he kind of like leans more toward Gen X stuff yeah, since sure. he's an elder millennial and then he has his older brother because his middle brother is eight years older than him. Um, so he's like a younger, he's a zenial. Kind of, yeah. And he had never heard of it which I didn't think he had. Oh, it's 1991. But it's he's, like the perfect age. He's never heard of a lot of stuff from when we were, like stuff that you, even though you're only not that far apart in age, he's 39. Yeah, I'm two years old. Yeah, you're two years younger than him. And but two years is nothing. Yeah, like, but he hasn't heard of so many things that you, I'm like, oh, Andy used to do this, or we used to watch this movie. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, because he was watching stuff for, that he should not have, because he had two older brothers. Oh, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yep. And now I'm like that for modern stuff. People are like, oh, I've uh, heard about this new movie. It made $1.5 trillion. I'm like, no, I have not. But Tim Lammers might have. <gasps> Timmy. I don't know what's going on with the freaking interwebs. I think once I started talking about the controversy with insulin, the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cut him off. Cut him off. Your router <laughs> ran out of uh, insulin. Yeah. And Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road? or the child that followed. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw & Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. 
Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hey, I, I have to ask, first of all, I, I think we're talking about movies or TV, but um, kind of. Reacher, Reacher. Yep. Phenomenal. Yep. Phenomenal. We watched one episode. Only one? Oh, yep. my gosh. There's three available. I thought you would have gone through all three. We no, we that. like to parse things out. Yep. You are very smart. And let me tell you what, um, my wife doesn't. Uh, she said, I want more Reacher. I want more Reacher after we watched the first three. <laughs> She's She's in love with Alan Rickson. Mm. I don't know if you knew that or not. Sure. Alan Rickman? Uh, just so happens that I happen to have access from Amazon to all eight episodes. So guess oh. what? Oh. We watched all eight episodes. Uh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I won't talk about it beyond, well, beyond one, because you've only seen one. But there are three. The series has a different... The season, this it's got a different different feel about it, doesn't it? Because it's not just Reacher anymore. It's him and his former team of investigators. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, we haven't hit that yet. We we were just he was in a he was in a small town and somebody was this woman was she had a carjacked. bloody face and she was being carjacked and he went over there and took care of the carjackers real fast. <laughs> the look <laughs> no. he gets on his face, he just smashes the window and pulls the yeah. and pummels him. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I texted Tommy about it. And, and I, when I texted Tom, he said, we're watching it right now. I, I guess I was so excited. I said, I just love how the guy kicked the carjacker's ass. So yeah. hopefully by that point, you had seen that scene. Oh, yeah, we did. What yeah, a great scene. Yeah, that's the only one we saw so far. Okay, okay. So, so it is a different feel, I will tell you. But, you know, it's a different book, different stories. This is actually book 11 by Lee Child. This really? is not, it doesn't go one, two through 20, whatever oh. that he's done. He's done a lot. Um. The first one was the first book, Killing Floor. The second second season, 
is book 11, which is <clears throat> Bad Times and Trouble, I believe it's called. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it's already renewed for season three. So what else could you ask for? I tell you what, that guy is terrific. And it's interesting how you read things about how he was thinking, I'm not getting the role because I'm only 6'3". <laughs> wow. They have him looking like a monster. He's yeah. He looks so huge. In the, however they shoot it, he looks just yeah. enormous. Because Reacher in the books is 6'5", and, and everybody made a big deal about that when Cruz, Mr. 5'7", mm-hmm. played no. Jack Reacher in not one but two movies. Now, look, I didn't know of anything of the character back then. I It was fine. I mean, it was a good movie to me. But clearly, the the fans of the books did not like Tom Cruise in that role. Uh, but right. yeah, you got Alan Richson walking. You notice how he kind of stiff and from yeah. behind, especially. It's like yep. you just do not want to mess with this guy. No. <laughs> He's so right. yeah, they, yeah, I don't know if they do some CGI or something to make him just look so enormous when he walks down a street. He's well, I just, think he's right. just surrounded by Hollywood people. So, oh, that's true. They're all tiny. He appears <laughs> that, enormous. That is true. That is true. Now, I when I, one of the attempts that I made to get back into the conversation, I heard Alex talking about somebody who's five six, who's had some trouble, been in trouble, or who, who are you talking? Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. Oh yeah, he's only five six. I know. I don't know. You think of him as this giant tough guy. Well, I guess that's, there's, that's why he needed the grenade. Well, <laughs> I can't yeah, physically beat these people because I'm so small. Well, why did you bring him up? He's not in trouble or anything, is he? No, no. I just uh, I have this uh, account that I follow, historic, historic vids, I think it's called, and they just started talking about him and that he was he was dealing heroin at seven, and he started uh. doing heroin at twelve, and he was he was incarcerated mm. for like ten years. He was. He used yeah. a grenade for a robbery. He was, yeah, he had a rough life. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm glad that he's not in trouble. I can see him avoiding trouble because if you haven't already seen it, I believe I, I it's got to be one on the streamers by now. Inmate number one. It's a documentary on Danny Trejo. Oh, really? That would be interesting. Ooh, would you be. are going to learn everything about this guy. It's no holds barred. And every city that he goes to, because he was here actually for a convention recently in the last couple of my Minneapolis Comic Con or Twin Cities Con or whatever. Um, Apparently he stops by wherever the big prison is around to have a talk with the inmates everywhere he goes. So he hasn't forgotten where he's come from, which is great. Um, I guess maybe it keeps him in check too. It's a reminder of what mm. you know, the hell that he got out of. Luckily, I think but, I yeah. read somewhere that he's been sober for thirty plus years or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So he I'm does sure. avoid trouble. <laughs> and he is in everything, which is great. I mean, it, it's really funny. I mean, he does commercials. He does everything. He's got Trejo's Tacos, which is a food truck business, I believe. But uh, as as Tom probably already knows, and maybe he's been on the family podcast, but he is a great guy too. I've only interviewed great guy, a very yeah. nice guy. You know, just he realizes how lucky he is to get out of the shit storm that he was in. Right. Yeah. Oh my god. So you you mentioned him in Spy Kids or something, Alex? Yes, he was. Is in that Spy what Kids. he is? He's Machete. Yeah. Oh, Machete. <laughs> machete doesn't text. That's one of his famous lines. Machete, don't text. Well, you know, there was that fake 
trailer for Grindhouse was Machete. And it was so well received that they made a movie out of it. And I actually think there have been two Machete movies so far, and they're trying to get Machete Goes to Space made as well. So we'll machete find Machete Goes to Space. <laughs> oh, Machete. <laughs> cool. Hey, he whatever does, works. He works a lot with Robert Rodriguez, and, and he is in, um, yeah, Spy Kids. He's in Desperado. I mean, he's a... He, He's a great actor too. I mean, he really mm-hmm. is good at what he does. So I'm I'm glad to see. But yes, inmate number one. Officer Dave says I'm... that the reason that uh, Mr. What's his name in Reacher looks so huge is because of a specific way that they're taught to walk in the honor guard that makes you look oh. bigger. That chest really? out, back straight, it gives you the illusion of being larger. Well, it's like the, oh, you ruffle you your see. feathers like Base, a grouse. Uh, like how yeah. you see guys walking around the gym. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so, oh, I didn't oh, know. Yeah. I mean, literally, okay. it's like this the whole time. Yep. Because I'm about oh, one tenth the size of Reacher, but uh, yeah. Well, I mean, the military part. I mean, you get a lot of that backstory in this season, whereas the oh. first season. Um, was more of his childhood and who he was mm-hmm. and how he became who he became of you know from his childhood. So I don't know if Officer Dave. I know he's a big fan. I know he's seen the first season at least twice. We actually watched the first season again before we got to season two because it has been a while. But again, they're already working on season three, which is hopefully going to come sooner because hopefully there's not going to be a uh, an actors or writer strike in between. Yeah, that'd be great. Oh yeah, it's it's such a great series, man. Oh my it god, is. I, I I can understand why you pace it though, because you you feel this void when it's over, and and uh, you know for us, I mean, we're just lucky enough to have the access to all eight of them, but now there's this huge void. Now we gotta wait. But he is doing movies now too, and and he was in the last Fast and Furious movie, Alan Richson. But he's got one coming up with, might be Guy Ritchie. He's got one coming up with him and Henry Cavill. He's going to be in something. So I think this is th- this role is huge for him. This is a huge role. Yeah, I agree. Sure. What's his name again? Alan Richson, R-I-T-C. Alan Richson plays Jack Reacher. Yes. And you said you said he was in the Honor Guard. No, Officer Dave is on the honor, in the Honor Guard. Oh, Officer. But he's doing the Honor Guard walk. Uh, in the movie mm-hmm. to appear large, and which... and and his character Jack Reacher is a military guy. Yeah, right. Yes. right. He's uh from, along from the hundred tenth Special mm-hmm. Investigations Unit. He was an MP. There so, you go. I don't read a lot. I should, but uh, boy, it seems to me like that's the sort of book that might keep hold my interest. Yeah. That's and there's true. a lot of them. There's a yep. lot of Jack Reacher books. Yeah, we just finished up uh, Lawmen Bass Reeves. Mm, which I which, haven't caught yet. That's a very interesting story. I get he really it was based on a true character. A true character, yeah. Um, character. Yeah, he's a, a, he was a black slave who ended up being a U.S. Marshal. And uh, in real life, they skipped through a lot of his life. Um, he had 10 kids. Ooh, I didn't know. Um, the wife that we know in the mm-hmm. show died, and he had he was remarried again. Oh God! Yeah, and he um, he arrested his own kid 
because his kid had murdered his wife. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> and none of this was in the show? None of that was no, in the show. They did not. not go through that. Season two. Season two. Oh, because the who is the guy that plays? His I name is uh, David Ayelowo. Uh, really I'm never going to be able to say that name. Yeah, I, it took me a long time to get it right. David Ayala. He is so good in that role. He And he's been in a lot of, he's been around a long time. Probably the most high profile role he had was uh, he played Martin Luther King in the movie Selma. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And there was a lot of controversy that year because he should have been nominated, but he wasn't. Mm. Um, but he's been, he, the guy is in a lot. And so it's good. It's good. And, and obviously he he's used that, that star status that he got from Selma to, you know, really get into some interesting projects and getting projects made, especially with, uh, um, uh, what Taylor Sheridan. Yeah. For this. Paramount's got him. Taylor Sheridan is Paramount. There's no doubt yeah, about sure, that. He sure can write a TV series. So when we he finish something like this, you know, we, we don't want to, we will, watch more probably a reacher now oh yeah. god yes oh, because yeah. Yeah. you know a lot of series now are only eight to ten episodes yeah and so. reacher unfortunately is only eight and it is eight, yeah. the first yeah. three are available now so you can watch a couple more before the next one drops on friday i don't know if you'll do that but that, that's your option that's your option so but we got other movies uh coming out as well a maestro bradley cooper's picture is dropping on netflix tomorrow What's that all about? Uh, it's Leonard Bernstein. Oh, okay. He, uh, Cooper co-wrote, directed, and starred in this. And he looks just like Leonard Bernstein. The only giveaway, I mean, he just disappears into the character so much. The only giveaway is his eyes. You can't, you could, you can't change Bradley Cooper's eyes. So, yeah. Like, other than that, it's like, my God, he's, Cooper's a good actor, man. There's no question mm -hmm. about it. So it's it's not a, it's not really a biopic about Bernstein. It's about his marriage to uh, Felicia Montalegre, another name I practice pronouncing, and um, uh, Carrie Mulligan plays her. And uh, as it turns out, Bernstein was having affairs with men during the marriage, but somehow those kids stuck together. And uh, so it's really about the personal ups and downs of the marriage. And you get a little into the whole West Side Story. I mean, he, he was a Broadway composer, classical composer, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. I mean, just a fascinating life. Uh, really, obviously, a, a legendary composer. So, yeah, yeah, it's it, it starts tomorrow on Netflix. Well, he and wrote I would West recommend Side Story. that as well. Yeah, he 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 did the uh, music for West Side Story and Leonard yep. and uh, Stephen Sondheim yep. did the, the uh, lyrics. And then yep. somebody else wrote the book of the play. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of good things coming out here. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. I have to run. Sorry. In and out real quick. Uh, I'll do my Tom impression of Tim Lammers. Uh, <laughs> and Tevin. We'll, and Andy. We'll see you on Friday. Ralph. Merry Christmas. And Catherine. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy All Christmas. righty. We'll uh, chat with you other three guys on Friday. Sounds good, Timmy. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good day. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. 
Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. I have a question for the doc. And I already told Tevin and AJ and Brittany this this morning. Yesterday, I got on an elevator. And I was on the elevator and it's going down. It stops at like the seventh floor. And this guy walks on the elevator and he's standing right next to me. And the top of my head was even with about that much lower than his shoulder. (laughs) How tall was that? He had to be over seven feet tall. Oh yeah. The human head's what about eight, nine inches, something like that on average in length. Yeah, but a, but a seven foot guy, he has got he's got a ten inch head. Yeah. (laughs) It all depends on proportionality. Yeah. I'm not kidding you. This guy was yeah, I've at seen him before. A, he yeah. is tall. Oof, he's tall. He's at least a foot taller than I am. There's, I mean, at least. He might have been around seven one, seven two, something like that. Wow. And he gets on, and he's just the nicest guy. And, hey, how you doing? How's everything going? Yeah, he's got a, the Swedish chef accent. Yeah, he does have a Swedish <laughs> oh, chef accent. That's yeah, not surprising. <laughs> but I was wondering, I was asking Tevin this this morning. That guy's got to have played basketball somewhere. Oh, for sure. Basketball or, you know, being down in Florida, maybe a, like a collegiate volleyball player type of thing. Yeah, maybe would be another idea. But uh, yeah, well, but not all tall people play basketball. Well, that's true. No, most of them. The guy looks very athletic. I see tall guy. I go, oh, does he play? And I think to myself, oh, I shouldn't prejudge like that. You know, maybe he's just an exec at one of the right. one of the corporations here. But yeah. So I have a question for you: Where do you go buy pants when you're seven foot mm. two? You um, get them tailored, I think. I tall, guess big and tall stores. I guess yeah, big and tall, yeah. seven foot two. Well, I remember when you're that tall. It's probably the bigger and the taller mm-hmm. store. Yeah, I think we had this conversation. Uh, me and Joe in the chat a couple weeks ago. We were talking about another guy who was like seven foot something. And I did some calculations, and I think I determined that it's like in your like if seven two ish, your uh, the inseam would be like forty inches, something like that. <laughs> And I looked, and Joe was like, oh, this is where I buy my big and tall stuff. And I looked, and it didn't go anywhere near 40 inches. So, no, No. you you have to get it at, like, an ultra specialty store or have them specifically tailored for you at that point. I need a 32 inseam. I can't believe that somebody would only need a 40 that was that tall. Well, I mean, eight inches is a lot lot of extra leg. Yeah, it's a lot of extra leg. Well, because it's like your legs, I think it's like 40% of your height or something like that. So, you know, you just do the quick math. Didn't we just talk about this? That's an orphan size. There you go. (laughs) Orphan size. There's not enough research money to research 40-length pants. (laughs) And you hear a lot of times, too, Shaq will, especially if it's high school kids that are athletes that are having trouble buying either shoes or, you know, clothing because they're so tall. He's like, Mm -hmm. I went through this as a kid, and so he'll donate and help parents out, like, hey, go to these stores or check these out and type of things. So, yeah, it's not easy. Even even Andy in junior high, you had, like, a, what, 26-inch waist and a 32-inch inseam? Yeah. 
It was impossible. <laughs> he always looked like he was homeless because I couldn't find clothes that fit him. No, everything it was, was yeah, the waist was always too big because otherwise it was too short. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, mm -hmm. and Gap and all those didn't have that small of a waist. Everything was, I'd go in and everything was super wide and short legs. I'm like, I need the opposite. I still good luck finding a 30, 34. Oh, yeah, that's, I've given up on yeah, that type of thing. Yeah, it's very, so. very difficult. If you can find them, buy them, because, yeah, you're not going to find that. Think, oh, I would think Gap or somebody, or Old Navy. Old Navy has a lot of different sizes. I forget where we bought my stuff, um, but it works. But now I'm bordering on 2834, so I need, oh, to, good luck. I need to get my weight back up. 2834, 20, 2834, yeah, you're not going to find anywhere, I don't think. No. And then there's your dad who's built like a monkey. Mm. I just love the fact that I have a 30 inch inseam and 38 inch arms. <laughs> I don't know how big my arms are. Very, that's very monkey like. I'm an ape. No question. Simeon. Simeon. Yes, I'm Simeon. I wonder Watching. actually, like, what the average ratio of arm to uh, leg is. It's not 30, 30, 38. I can guarantee you that. I do have you very should have been a boxer. Arm. Think of all that reach. Yeah, all that reach I have. Down low, just yeah. punch, the, punch the hell out of them from the swinging just, up at his chin. Just hold on to their forehead and let them do windmills till they're yeah, there tired. There you go. Good, good plan. <laughs> well, your no arm course. span is about equal to your height. Right. But yeah. then your legs are like 45-ish percent of your height, I think, maybe 50. Yeah, they're in relation to your arms in some way. Maybe one and a half, one arm, something, something like that. That's Leonardo da yeah. Vinci kind of uh, proportions. Oh. Well, if your arm span is your height, but that includes your shoulders, though, and your mm. legs are about half of your height, then your arms should be slightly shorter than your legs. And mine are eight inches longer. Hmm. That is interesting. You don't have a whole <laughs> lot of legs. Your legs are short. My legs are short, but my arms are also way longer than they should be. Yeah, I mean, well, that's, that's definitely a Bernard thing is the shorter legs. Yeah, we do have short legs. A lot of men family. have short legs. Yeah, I'm no the opposite. Question. When I sit down, I lose like five feet of height. <laughs> <laughs> that's the deal. All right, what else is going on in the world? Anything we should cover? Oh, apparently there's a new scam going out. Around. Uh oh, a scam? Oh, Whoever yeah, heard of it? Um, power wherever you live, power company, whatever you have. Mm -hmm. Apparently they're calling and saying that they're going to turn off your electricity within the hour if you don't pay your uh, bill. Good. And, and people will say, I paid my bill. I paid my bill. I've got it on my bill payer or whatever. I, I know I paid my bill. Well, we don't have any evidence of it. And there's a truck in your area. They're coming to close oh down. Your, you're going to shut off your electricity right now. People are <clears throat> panicking. And some people are like, oh, that's not true. I paid my bill. Well, of course, yeah. Uh, let me call you back. And they've got the number of the power company cloned so it looks like they're calling and when you call back it's going to a call it sounds like a call center oh sure and it's a scam oh, god yeah that's yeah. why i never like callback numbers and stuff like on emails i don't do those i go to the official company yeah. website and get the number from there yeah yeah because yeah, you never know well, i'm, I'm forever yell yelling at the bank for calling me and i said i don't know who you are you're yeah. sending me an email. You could be anyone. What, what do you, what, what's, what's all this? I just, you know, it's just absolutely not. And banks are s stupid when it comes to that sort of stuff. I don't, I don't get it. I worked at a bank in mid-2000s, and we mm -hmm. were still using monochrome, text-only, no-mouse systems from, <laughs> like, the 80s. 
And I doubt most banks, especially bigger banks, have changed a whole lot. Everything's always 20 years in the past because, well, for banks especially, it's like, you know, we need to vet this new software for five years because a single glitch can wipe out hundreds of millions or billions of dollars in, you know, wealth. So it's got to be bulletproof. But that also means we never update ever. Yeah. Yeah, now, I can guarantee you if my father, when he was living in his assisted living home, had gotten that phone call, he would have given him a credit card. Oh, no um, question. Yeah. He would have yeah. been so worried about not having mm-hmm. heat or air conditioning or something. Wow. Well, in, in Minnesota, it. people should know that I believe power companies and gas companies, yeah. are they are legally not yeah. allowed to shut off your stuff during the winter. Correct. Which and right. we've already entered right. that period, even though there's no snow or yeah. Once it gets cold. below like a certain temperature, I forget what it is, but they cannot shut it off, even if you don't pay. Yeah. Good luck with the shutting off. So. Another <laughs> yeah. question: If you do give me your credit card information, you're screwed from now on. Then until you, you cancel have, the credit until, card, yeah, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Because they could use it and use it and use it until you cancel it, correct? Well, it depends on the credit card company of the bank too, because some of them are really good about catching that sort of thing. I mean, some of them are too good. You know, you go to a nec- oh. the next town over and you use your credit card and they're like, hmm, I think you might have been I used, kidnapped by the Russians. I used to get in fights with U.S. Bank when I was in college because I would yep. go like pay for gas in Fargo and then pay for gas back in Wisconsin. They'd be like, we've detected yep. fraud. We're freezing your account for the next three mm-hmm. days. And I'm like, nah, I got to oh. get back to Fargo. So I'm going to need you to unfreeze. So, yeah, they, they do have security measures in place, but people are getting so good. At scamming, there's a, yes. I saw an article going out where they found a letter A in a different alphabet is yep. different than ours, but it looks the exact same. They put like so, a Cyrillic A down, yeah, or like a Greek A, or something yeah, like that. Well, I think it's the first one you said. And they'll, so they'll yeah. send you, you know, hey, respond to this email, so it looks like it's from you know such and such bank, but it's really a spam email, and then they're getting yeah. everybody's information that way as well. So. Wow. Yeah, it's, Evil geniuses it's is what they are. Yep. You know, I, we, I had an interesting bank experience a, a while back. We were uh, one of the banks were getting rid of some, or we we're changing a safety deposit box, and you have to go in. You have to have both uh, husband and wife there. You have to have your identification, uh, first male born, or the, it's just huge amount of information you have to have there. So we're giving them all this information, and this woman takes my uh, my driver's license, and she has a spiral notebook. And she writes my driver's license. I assume my driver's license number down in this spiral notebook. Then she's writing, and then she pulls up a computer screen. She's writing something else down on the from the computer screen. I said, "What do you? What's with this book?" She said, "Oh, I lock this up every. It's all locked up. Don't you worry about it." I said, "Tell you what, that page that you just wrote on, you're going to tear out and shred before I leave." She goes, "Well, I have to have this because I have information on the other side." I said, "No, you're going to shred that because what are you doing?" It was mm-hmm. the stupidest thing I'd ever heard in mm-hmm. my life. I can't believe that it was going on. I was just flabbergasted by this. But she she she, she zero, photocopied the other side, tore it out, mm-hmm. shredded it. I watched her shred it. So what a what a bunch. There's fascinating things go on in banking. They 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 make you kill yourself for a password. But oh, oh God, man. yeah. <laughs> and they're writing stuff down. That was bizarre. That was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I suppose that is true. Are isn't they it? stopping um, safety deposit boxes? I thought they were. No, it was a bank is, is being rebuilt, and they're moving. Oh. The it's a it's just it's a machination you had to go through. So it took an hour. Wow. The bank is moving. Yeah, they're 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 tearing down this bank 
Yet when you have a lease for a bank, a bank can't move location, so they're building a new bank next to the old bank so that they're at the same address. Oh, yeah, safe deposit boxes, Chase, uh, you can't get them anymore. If you have yeah. them, you can keep them, but you can't get them. Oh, you can really? get them. No, you can get Not them. a Chase. They're discontinuing, oh, a chase. Oh, a chase. discontinuing new safe deposit boxes for new customers at Chase. Huh. Uh, Capital Why would they One, do that? I, it's probably a real estate thing, you know. A box takes up physical oh, space. Yeah. Huge responsibility associated with these boxes. That too, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, you know, and if they're, if you don't move your box and there's something in your box, your box goes into some lock secure place that you can get it. But just, it was, it sounds to me like they're an absolute nightmare. It's the 21st century. People want to, they want to go virtual. And this is a, something that holds them to bricks and mortar and they want to get rid of it. Yeah, makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Well, I suppose, yeah. See, if, I would imagine if I had like some extremely valuable thing that like, you know, I needed locked up so no one could ever get what I would do is I would dig like a labyrinth underneath my house. And so like, <laughs> too many video, too many video in the, games. In the yeah. first room, you have to shoot an arrow at the target, <laughs> yeah. but you have to shoot it through a fire first or else the target won't activate. In the second room, you have to push these boxes so they're arranged in a specific way, oh. that sort of thing. Yeah, oh. or or you can you know they can you can bore a hole in your in your basement slab and yeah. drop it, a little safe in there. Nothing's gonna melt if it burns down. And it, to get into mm -hmm. that room, you have to like grab the <laughs> little bookshelf, you know, a bookend thing yeah. that folds yeah. out and slides. Secret yeah. passage. Yeah. 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 There's several there's several false books, but five <laughs> of them uh, impale you with spikes. Yes, one of them there opens the door. And in order <laughs> to new, in order to know which one is which, you have to decipher a note. <laughs> I like it. It's poisoned on one side. <laughs> the poison yeah. book. You guys just made me think of an old Get Smart episode where a yeah, guy yeah. comes out he get, and he's holding up his hand like this and it, the, the hand is steel. It's not a human hand. Mm -hmm. So he comes up to Maxwell Smart and he goes, I suppose you know what they call me. And he goes, lefty? <laughs> <laughs> What a great line that was. No, the craw. The craw. And he goes, the craw. <laughs> it was a, that show was phenomenal. I don't know why. I've never actually seen Get Smart, but I say missed it by that much all the time. Missed it by that mm -hmm. much. That's yeah. exactly what he said. I have, I've never seen Get Smart. And well, I saw it. Didn't they have a, they had a movie. Steve Carell? Yeah. That, so oh, when you say Get yeah, Smart, yeah. he must have said it in that. The yeah, show, yeah. He, that must be why. So it was a Don, uh, what the hell was his name that, that played Maxwell Smart? Don? Uh, yeah. Don Adams. Was it Don Adams? It was yep. Don Adams. Excellent. God, that show. I used to, I never missed that show because it was very, very funny. Because this guy's a secret agent, supposed to be this brilliant secret agent, and he's just an imbecile. Mm -hmm. Very, very funny. It was really a good, I'm kind of surprised they didn't bring that back. Well, it did. 2008, they yeah. made the movie. And I feel like they had a version of that with the Pink Panther in... They oh, tried they? to do Pink Panther. Was Steve... Not Steve Carell. Who's the guy? Yeah, who was movie? it? Famous big white guy with white hair. And he was kind of... Oh, that. Leslie Nielsen, right? Was it Leslie? Leslie? Steve Martin. Steve Martin. There we go. Same Wrong Steve. Oh, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Well, they yeah. tried to bring back... 
get smarter. No, Pink. so he did Pink Panther, right. but that was kind of that get smart type of feel where it's supposed to be the sophisticated detective yeah. chasing down a criminal. Right. He's yeah. you know, yeah. more dumb than he is brilliant. Yeah. Pink Panther and uh, Get Smart are very similar in a lot of ways, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I suppose that is true. Was it Monk that was uh, yeah. along those same kind of lines, too? No, that Monk was a, was a genius, show? but he had OCD, so he was weird. Yeah, so he was yep. socially inept. He was oh, a weirdo, yeah. but he was he yeah. was a genius, and he solved yeah. cases. Are there any new shows coming out? Because, look, I mean, we luckily picked up Reacher just when Lawman Bass Reeves, or Lawmen Bass Reeves, it's called. Um, are there any anything you guys picked up on, on like, series or movies that have come out? Anything like that? Yeah, Lindsay's been watching a series. Uh, or what's the name of it? It's, uh, oh, just a minute. I texted her, and I got the got it. It's uh, called It's called Pretty Hard Cases. And these are uh, <laughs> these are two uh, women detectives, and the one is an absolute imbecile, and she just has, <laughs> has no as poor social skills, and and just is just fumbles around through these cases, and it has some serious elements to it, but it has this comic relief in with it. it, it it's it's pretty well done, and they, they and as they show up, I thought a very sweet relationship between the two women as friends, you know, not having the obvious woke uh, part to that, where they were just two women right. who worked together and support each other. I mean, it, it's, a, it's it, I think it's very well done in its own way. It's not the best thing in the whole world, but it's it's a funny kind of a show in, in its own way. So I have to ask you guys a question, because I was thinking about this the other day, and I, I don't really have an answer. So do you guys, whether it's your wives, your girlfriend, whatever, do you tend to like the same kinds of shows? No. Oh, at times, but I feel like a lot of times there's not. Like right now, I'm going through a huge action movie kick, and she's oh, okay. not into that. So, but yeah, I'll say overall, not really. I think Melissa Bro, and I Andy. pretty much are on the same page when it comes. To, I mean, there's difference. Like she doesn't like The Simpsons, for example. <gasps> yeah, she just doesn't like it. How I don't know why. You would not like The Simpsons. Yeah, it's impossible. <laughs> But like for like, well, we're watching. We just started Futurama, which is oh. basic. It's like The Simpsons in space, and she likes that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, we uh, we finished up Home Improvement, and we were like, well, what next? And she's just like, hey, why not watch Futurama? I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah. You and Home Improvement you used to watch that and laugh like a hyena. You did. It still holds up after all these years. No, my biggest problem is she'll fall asleep while watching something within about five minutes, and so oh, it no. takes three oh. days to watch one episode, and I'm like, hey, you, I'm just going to watch this without you, <laughs> yeah. and you can ca catch up or, or You know, my, my problem is I mean, when Lindsay and I first met, um, she said, hey, let's go to the movies, and of course, as a young man, you know, she's a beautiful woman, still is a beautiful woman, you, know, you do anything to you know, be you know be around her, spend time with her socially. So I said, yeah, let's go to the movie. So the first movie she took me to was Frances. And this was the story of uh, uh, the, the actress Frances, who was uh, falsely accused of being mentally ill and had yes. uh, and had a frontal lobotomy oh, or right. ECT treatment. So that was the first. I said, well, and, and she was uh, assaulted uh, in a mental institution cell. Blah blah blah. It, it was it was it was not uplifting. No. So I left there, you know, depressed. 
And she, and she says, oh, let's go to the movies again. I said, oh, I know, honey, I'd love to go to the movies again. So what, what do we go to next? Sophie's Choice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sophie's Choice, where the lead character has to choose, yep. you know, the concentration camp, you know, yep. this backdrop of absolute horror and depression. You know, she has to choose between her two children, which one's going to die, mm-hmm. you know. So that's the second one. Then I said, let's go to the movie again. Oh, then we went to see Out of Africa. Absolutely yeah. pointless. Just a pointless. And I said, and at that point I said, uh, no more movies. So, no, we, we do not jive when it comes to what movie she wants to go see. She wants to go see depressing stuff, and I am going to go see that. Yeah, stuff. I am not a depressing uh, movie kind of guy at all. We stopped watching Walking Dead because I was like, this is just like downer after downer. Why would I want to watch yeah. this? One of my favorite things about the movie you were just talking about, Out of Africa. Yeah. At the beginning of the movie, it says no animals were killed during the filming of this movie. Tons of humans were. <laughs> no animals. No animals. It's like, what? Or what well, the hell? But I, the reason I brought that up to you guys is Catherine and I tend to like the same, whether it's comedy, it's drama, whatever it is, we tend to like the same. I mean, there are a couple of different things, but not many. I mean, you and I, it's it's to the point, actually, that she and I like everything pretty much the same, that I can be sitting there watching about 15, 20 minutes of a show and thinking to myself, this show sucks. And about a minute later, she goes, this show sucks. Like, oh, my God. No, sometimes we shows just suck. What's that? A lot of that? shows do suck. I said sometimes shows just suck. Well, they do. There's no question about it. Sometimes it's like, oh, my God. But So I, I, so it's kind of common for you to like the same kinds of movies. Yeah. I would say I can, I'm more likely to tolerate her shows and enjoy her shows than she will my mm. obscure Oh, really? I'm, like yeah, that. it's kind of the same for us. Yeah, like uh, we watched... Um, I always forget the name of the show. Is it General Hospital? No, Grey's Anatomy. Oh, we watched oh, Grey's Anatomy for a while. Yeah. It was, you know, it's fine. It's not something I would watch by myself, but it's like, you know, it's Melissa likes it. We had it on the background. I was paying more or less attention to it, you know, yeah, whatever. I, yeah, the first time I saw that get turned on, there were two well, people you. having there were two people were having sex two people were having sex in a closet in the hospital. Yep, yeah, that was and, the first episode, I think. For and you I thought, it was probably different. And I thought to myself, how'd I miss this? <laughs> I was a resident. I went through all this. I I saw none of that stuff. None of the drama. None of you don't argue with the attendant. I mean, it was bizarre. Yeah. It was a bizarre. I saw this is, who's making this up? Wait, so that's not just the like a you know direct representation of your life. You no, know, you know, it really it really wasn't. I I got sort of sick of it. I said, it really where, wasn't. where was the sex in the where was the yeah. sex in the closet? Well, after being up for forty eight straight hours, you don't want to sleep with someone. You just want to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. True that. Through that, and it I was different then. All right, we got one more minute. Anybody got something they want to wrap it up with? Ooh. Vikings going to the Super Bowl? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it might not be a direct flight this year. Are they still? They're not out though. Uh, technically, we're still in it, but mm. we're also technically still able to get a top ten draft pick this year. So it could go <laughs> one of Either two way. very dramatically mm. different ways this year. I'm not holding my breath for any Super Bowl. <laughs> That's a bad position yeah. to be in. Those but, last three games were dreadful. <laughs> I mean, they were just dreadful games. Yeah. Got beat three to nothing by Chicago. Honey, what you is just that? Be happy that oh, you they did. Oh, and, yes. they, and they and they just beat they just beat uh, the Raiders three to nothing. Yeah. So. Oh, and then you got uh, a three touchdown lead basically on Cincinnati, and they come back and kick our ass in the fourth quarter, tied it up, and then won it in overtime because we were totally incompetent. <laughs> 
All right, that's a good wrap up. So, <laughs> not, that I'm following, uh, not that I'm following professional football with the Vikings, but yeah, there you go. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.